listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Hey, how's it going? Good. I think it's good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are good you? Afternoon. <laughs> well, I know you're in this um, Dubai area. I did mean to talk to you for a while and talk about. Um, yeah. Well, I mentioned your life, right? Not everybody wants to talk about their life, but um, it's just like when I met you was was uh, was that 2010? Yes. That was 2007. Yeah, so a long time ago. I mean, I don't have yeah. the details of all of your life before that, but I, at least I know you were born there in the country of Nigeria. Yeah. I was yeah. born and brought up in Lagos, Nigeria. <laughs> Tell me about that. I mean, as a little girl, do you think about where you would be today? Yeah, I had my primary education um, at a United African Medical Methodist Church in Lagos. That was where I had my um, primary school education. Um, from there, I proceeded to um, a high school called Ipori Grammar School in Surulere in Lagos. Okay. Some of your listeners okay. will recognize so, those locations. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> some, of, some of your fans. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they right. will definitely know the place. Did you um? So, do you have a, anybody like you keep up with from those days? Yes. Okay. I still keep up with some of my um, classmates then. Okay. Is that is like that's pretty normal in your part of the world? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah it is. In some places, people move around a lot. Some people they don't move at all. Yeah. And then, then you graduated from high school there and went on to university. Yes. I went to Lagos State University. I had a diploma in economics from 2002 to 2005. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. And I know that, that again, having lived over there in Lagos, I know it's very diverse. A lot of things happen. A lot of things don't happen. Um, but were you able to go on with your with your career based on what you studied? No, I yeah. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... I couldn't. Uh-huh. You know, uh, when I finished from uh, Lagos State University, I got a job with an outsourcing company, and uh, we were posted to Chevron. Chevron Oil Company in uh, Lekki, Lagos. So I was working uh, with a security uh, outsourcing company. So I was working in the security department as a front desk uh, receptionist. Yeah. So that's where, wait a minute, that's where I, that's where I met you, correct? Yes. Okay, yes. that's back. I can't remember. It's back 2000, in 2000. Yeah, I was working uh, in Bellissimo Hotel, I one see. of the annex offices of Chevron. Right, right, right. 
That's why I said life happens, you know. So being yes. able to back in those days to meet someone and then meet them again. And yes. a lot has happened since since that year. Yeah, 2010 that we met. Right, right. Yeah. So you, I think since then, because um, we moved on from um, that location and we went to another location. Where did you end up going? Yes. Yeah, um, I think I was there in Bellissimo till around 2000 and uh, I think 2012, yes. I was there till 2012. I think if, yeah, I left Bellissimo around to, let me see, I think 2013, yes. After I had my son. Okay. That was when I was posted out of Bellissimo to the, uh, main office oh well something must be missing you because you were single when i met you so you yes, yes i was single i got married in uh, 2012 yes february 2012 that was one when i got married to my ex-husband <laughs> right did you learn to drive that car before that or after that because i think i saw you with a car yeah, I bought my car before I got married. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think that was around 2000 and, uh, 2010, yes. Okay. That should be 2010. So tell me a little bit about that. I mean, what did it take to have to learn how to drive a car in Lagos? Because Lagos is <laughs> a very interesting driving scenario. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's a very, very rough uh, place. To drive but you... I, it wasn't easy i you know when i before i got the car i enrolled in a driving school to learn how to drive okay. unfortunately <laughs> after the enrollment um i don't know whenever i go to the driving school it's always from one excuse to the other um, the driving school was not organized and so on. So I ended up getting my own car and taught myself how to drive. Um, and it was even a manual car. <laughs> a manual means like a stick shift. That's what it means, right? Yeah, a manual okay, not, car, not, not automatic. automatic. Right, right. Yeah. Did your peer group um, look up to you because of that or look down on you? How does that work in your location? Mm -hmm. Or were they proud well, of you? Yes, they were really proud of me. Oh. And I am so glad that my peer group also, they were all doing fine then. So nobody felt intimidated. I see, because again, driving yeah. a car in Lagos is like a challenge and it's almost fascinating yeah. for some people, for yeah. a young lady to drive a car. And so yeah. how, how uh, was- uh, Yeah, yeah, I, I, although I faced some challenges back then, people were like you know the cultural belief in africa nigeria uh, like uh, uh when you own a car before getting married it's like uh you you that it's like there's a tendency that you don't get married uh, early you don't get married on time that it's like um men feel intimidated you know 
Really? So it's like uh, they believe it scares men away. <laughs> when you get a yeah, when you get a car. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that one before. I didn't know that one. When you get yeah, a car, yeah, yeah. it scares men away. It intimidates the no, man no, that, that you. That, that, that's that's African belief. Is it that's because of the freedom, the flexibility, or the yeah, promiscuous like, behavior? Uh, or what you're is... too independent or something that you are not going to be submissive to a man or something because you you are you are independent. You are self-reliant. You understand that maybe mm-hmm. uh, if man will feel intimidated that if he gets married to you, you are not going to be submissive to him. <laughs> okay, interesting. Did yeah. you feel that you were independent and and dominant and non-submissive when you had your car? No, no, no. I didn't feel that way. You know, <laughs> my belief is that owning a car is not a luxury. Is a necessity. I see. Which makes life easier for someone. For instance, for me, I had a business I was running then. Uh huh. So owning a car back then made it easier for me to move around, to mm. to meet my clients and get uh, my um materials for my product and so on what kind of business was that uh i was into fashion design business then i was making unisex ways then okay okay interesting interesting now again there's this different views and and different locations and this being a global podcast it's good to hear your viewpoint it's good to hear your experience So yes. you're not in Lagos right now. No, I am not in Lagos right now. I had to relocate. Uh, I think 2015. Yeah, January 2015. 2015. What country did you go to? I went to United Arab Emirates. Okay, and that's where you are now. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. It's again there's some kind of independence i'm seeing here how does um a woman in lagos get to the uae um, was it all of a sudden what happened how did i didn't that, get that question how I did how did that how did that happen how did you just one moment you're in lagos next moment you're in, in the middle east in the uae dubai uh, yeah it's I didn't plan to relocate. Uh, the relocation was due to circumstances beyond my control then. Uh, because uh, it was due to uh, the separation between my husband and I. Okay, so you wanted to improve your life. <laughs> uh, yes, but the main reason then was just to get away. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, just to get away and, you know, just to regain my sanity then because I I lost it then. <laughs> okay. And was yeah. it easy to come away from your family and I think you told me your son and Oof. just leave and go to Dubai? And, and what was the process? How did that happen? To be sincere, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Um when i started the process then um i thought it was going to be easy because that was what i was told by the by the person that um 
gave me the link to this country so he assured me that everything was fine good that was um, a job already that was just going to come here resume my job get a good <laughs> um, accommodation and so on you know the picture he painted then was so good you know but on getting to uae it was a different ball game entirely and how so, different i mean the picture was painted how different was it from the picture itself uh for instance when i got here there was no job <laughs> oh lord there was never a job so i had to go out in search of job so every day i would wake up very early in the morning go out and it was winter then when i came into this country it was so cold i would have to go out very early in the morning wait a go minute searching for jobs this is the middle east it gets cold yes oh, okay uh, i guess it compared to nigeria yeah it's, okay. it's very cold here okay. compared to nigeria i see and did you, you have know, the weather here is extreme when it is yeah. hot it is very hot and when it is cold it is very cold okay okay interesting but it doesn't snow here no snow here right now you said you didn't have a um a job of when you came did you have a place to yeah. stay did you have a friend to I talk didn't to even have a place to stay i was saying where i was staying it was so terrible back then so terrible okay that means it was broken or a lot of people pulled together or what terrible how yeah a lot of people okay because i heard some stories about people living in the same room under those conditions yeah, but... yeah. i uh -huh. had to stay with like sitting in the, i mean sleeping in this um sitting room okay. with like um six guys six men Wow, wow. sleeping together in the sitting room it was terrible okay but you didn't stay under those conditions long how did it progress yeah i stayed for i think for only three weeks okay fortunately for me i got a job in a nursery school uh -huh. that was when i left the place i moved to the company's accommodation i see and have you ever taught in a nursery school before that? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, so that was another challenge then. Yeah. How long? I, how long I did you? Say, uh -huh, how long did you go? I'm so sorry. How long did you work in the nursery school? Yeah, it's um, five years now. Wow! Yeah. Wow! 2015 now right and what was that like uh, it has been very interesting <laughs> working with the kids okay yeah, that's been really really interesting were there any big challenges you needed to overcome or in that process because you said you never worked in a nursery school before 
Yeah. I uh, um, you I didn't really have um challenges because I I had a son. I I I, I have a son and it was just um a toddler when I left him back then. So I was really happy working with the kids. Okay. Because okay. it reminds me so much of my son. So I'm like, well, I can't have my son, but I have these children. <laughs> so it could have had a so dual it, effect it, now, it right? A kind of relief for okay, me. Okay, it was a relief. Working with the kids, yeah. Okay. But that could make you miss your son too. Ah, yeah, I do miss him, but thanks to the internet <laughs> so I can talk to him every day okay so you're able to co communicate so you've been living away yeah. from your son for over five years because you're in the nursery school yes. and you communicate regularly over the internet yes, how, how often have you been able to go home to see him physically and your uh, family uh, I think um, I went home in 2017 18 yeah. and 2009 tries three times now yeah okay okay and I've so been able to go for vacation three times i see it's very interesting how you, so i think it's yeah. quite interesting how your life has came from where you went to school to where you grew up to where you got your education and and then leave completely leave your your country your child after a separation and go to a complete different country to make a living and go back so it's it's kind of fascinating i mean yeah very good uh, i should say very good but very hard very hard i mean in your case if you wanted to 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 tell your audience something that stands out for them to do or them to keep in mind as a highlight from your life what would you tell them If you were trying to tell all young women or young girls back home in Nigeria, what would you tell them? What would you want them to know? Uh, uh, I would like to um, like advise them to just be, uh, be they should be themselves. They, they should be confident. They should do do whatever makes them make them happy. You know, they 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 have to be. Sometimes you have to be selfish. Go ahead, we're listening. Sometimes you have to be selfish. And uh, you know. Sometimes I, I said that that you have to be selfish sometimes due to what happened to me, due to my past experience. So now I do tell, especially ladies, young ladies that are still single, that they should try to be themselves. They should be confident and don't, they shouldn't care about what people say. For instance, when you are not married, they tell you, oh, look at you, you are getting old. You are not yet married. 
you you are going to become you know just tell them i don't care i want to live my life if marriage comes fine if it doesn't come fine and ladies should please please never they should never entrust entrust whatever they have with men they should be very very careful and i'm picking up the word independent it's, it's like that car you were talking about. You still need to be free, flexible, and independent. The what? And the word independent came to mind? Yeah. Okay. I was wondering if that's the word you were looking for. Because I know you mentioned with the car that people think they're going to be an independent woman. But there must be some balance with being able to take care of themselves and have some level of independence. Ladies, generally, ladies should just be self-reliant. They shouldn't like, oh, I'm going to get married. So when I'm get, when I get married, a man is going to take up my res- responsibilities. No. Okay. A, a lady must be able to stand on her own. Okay, that's why you use the word self-reliant. Okay. Yes. Very interesting. No, I, even I, when you are married, you still have to. You, 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 you don't wait for your husband or whatever your partner to provide for you. Right. You must have something doing. <laughs> if you are a career woman, fine. Make sure you put everything into your career, everything. Okay. But not at the expense of your relationship with your spouse or children you must find a way to balance it so that it doesn't affect your relationship or family so i know we there's a lot more to your life and we went over uh, just a few things my question to you is um are you willing to come on another time to 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 expand on any one of the given stories or any particular subject matter because we definitely invite you to come on again yeah, yeah, I'll be so glad. Yeah, because we want to create this platform to where people can talk freely. It's a non-judgmental platform so we can talk freely and have our conversation and ideas. I really, I mean, I really enjoyed the conversation. I, I thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe when next I come on the program, maybe I'll um, talk about my, my marriage and um, other things. Okay, great. That's fantastic. I, I look forward to that. All right. So yeah. we really look forward to that because people can um, benefit. We all can benefit from the things you say, your experience you had. And, and as you listen to our program on these podcasts and different episodes, maybe even you can benefit from what other people say. So again, thank you for being on our program. And um, I'll talk to you yeah, again I'll soon. I <laughs> look forward yeah, to talking to you. <laughs> thank you. Same Take care. Thanks. And thanks so much for having me on your program. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. It's a privilege to be on your program. And thank you. So nice. Have a good day. Thanks Appreciate so much. You too. Bye.
Bye. Thanks for listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. Please remember to subscribe and turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode.